0: just a little preface today's episode towards the middle does include sa and using the r word rape um so if you are triggered by that i don't go into details but just wanted to give you a little bit of a trigger warning and if you're a-okay with that enjoy the episode what is up everybody it's your girl vlm victoria lynn myers aka tori (laughs) coming to you live from chicago it has been quite a minute it has been a long minute but before we get started you know the drill we give ourselves a round of applause because we're back and we're better than ever Woo! i would clap but i'm trying to make sure the audio is much better And so I'm just holding it straight up to my mouth. So we will see how this goes. But you can clap for me, all right? Proud of you. Welcome back. It has been a while. um, And I've been meaning to record a podcast. Last podcast I recorded, I recorded in my bathtub because I was feeling extra inspired. But then figured it probably wasn't the best audio quality because I had my AirPods in. (laughs) So it's just archived in my phone. So maybe I'll release that one day. Probably not. But... I have a lot on my mind. Things have been so good. I cannot complain and it's really hard. I, you know, I started therapy a few months back and it's really hard because recently I've been so happy and so content with my life and just really allowing allowing myself to live a little bit and I don't know if anybody else struggles with that. I I'm realizing how OCD I am in a lot of areas, how ADHD I am in a lot of areas and how it's it's especially hard when you work from home and you can make money like instantaneously if you work and so for me for the longest time I was just staying up late and you know busting my butt and it was like I was always so stressed about money and let it consume me so much that I never lived you know and then recently I've just been kind of trusting that life will take care of me and you know and I work hard but I also want to have a life outside of work and it's just been so nice and so freeing to like live a little and have a friend group and it's just been so night and day for my mental health you all and I don't know if you've been following my story for a while but the struggle of finding friends and real friends that aren't just there to use and abuse or whatever and I also would like to note that when I look back at these friendships, right? These these people, I feel like a lot of life is a mirror in the sense of like, if we don't allow... Okay, th- this is what I'm saying. When I look back at the friends that I ended up having to cut out or the people in my life that I ended up cutting out because they were unhealthy, their patterns of behavior were the exact same way that I was treating myself at the time. You know, lack of respect, lack of boundaries, um, exploitation, you know, and not that, not to place the blame on anything, but I think like people are mirrors of what we allow in our lives and what we allow from ourselves and our self treatment and our self talk. And I find that the most hostile people or the most mean people are mean to others and are also mean to themselves. And it's just, I I would like to draw awareness to the fact of, you know, if you're noticing that you are drawing in a certain amount of you know negative people whatever whatever that may be i would start looking at maybe how you're treating yourself because i think the minute you start prioritizing yourself and everything like that then you don't allow space for anybody that doesn't do the same for you if that makes sense i mean growing up the way i did and you know we all have our stories right some are more interesting than others but we all definitely are living such a crazy experience of this thing called life that we all have patterns of behavior due to those things. And for me, it was, you know, I was so used to kind of being the monkey in the middle in the sense of being a referee with, you know, the people in my life that I grew up with. I was I was the person that caused peace and would do everything I could to bring about peace in my home environment and everything. And so there was never any room for me to A, be a child, but B, to just take care of my own needs and kind of hone in and figure out how I was feeling and then act accordingly. And so, you know, patterns of behavior that came up in my adult life was like holding my pee or, you know, not, this is so personal, you guys, but I'm just trying to maybe give you some examples to maybe you can trace back to why you do what you do. Because I think once we start understanding why we do what we do, then you can start being more conscious of those things and then from there changing your patterns of behavior because so many people are on such a default that if you don't force yourself to be aware and trace back things then sometimes it makes it a little bit harder to change so patterns of behavior for me not taking up space um and this is something crazy because like I didn't realize it until I hired a cleaner for my apartment I was getting so busy that like once a month I hired this lady and her husband and they're so great um and they put dishes in a cabinet that I just hadn't used. And it's just a normal cabinet. I would cram everything into one cabinet uh, because I was afraid of taking up space even in my own apartment. It's like little things like that where they're microcosms of something bigger that I was having issues with in my life. Another thing that I realized I wasn't doing was I was making every other room in my house look good, like my kitchen and my... Living room or whatever you know, making those things look nicer before I would make my bedroom look nicer because i didn 't deserve i i didn 't feel like I deserved nice things, and even more so, I felt like everybody else deserved to see nice things more than I deserved to feel nice, if you know what I mean, and that was a representation of my life too. it was like and and this is a this is approach that a society has to life in general is you know, fake it till you make it, look the part. And yeah, some of that does help. And I have noticed the more money I have made and the more of the part I look, the more money I make. It's so ridiculous. It's like when you're poor or when you're struggling, it's really, really hard to come up from that or to make money or whatever. But the minute that you start making money, people want to give you money because it's like you look the part and people want to be surrounded by people that look the part and in some ways are the part and it's just it's such a it's such a mind fuck so anyway i noticed you know i was taking care of things aesthetically even within myself rather than you know how i feel or i think it's so important you all to be so conscious of how things make you feel and pausing and analyzing those things and again i've talked about this before too this isn't even supposed to be the subject of conversation today but I'm just going with it. But another thing is realizing how much pausing is a luxury, right? Like until I started all of these other things and until I started making a solid like wage, solid money, I wasn't able to pause. Pausing is for pausing is for wealth. <laughs> pausing is for rich people. Uh because you know, the more and more that you're just in a nine to five and you're stuck in your flight or flight responses, the harder it is to get out of that. Again, it's just one of those things. And I get a lot of DMs asking like, okay, you moved out at 17. You only had $200 in your pocket. Like, how did you go from this to that? Um, and obviously I can give you examples of how I did that. And I'm down to do that. Um, for, for example, always, always, always saving. Never. I, I wouldn't spend money on anything. It it was a hyper fixation, um, on saving money and making sure I could make it out. And that meant sacrificing that meant no social life. I mean, at the time I had no social life anyway, because of the fact that, uh, a lot of the people that I grew up with, once I became like a normal person, uh, we just weren't in contact any longer. And so, because of that, didn't have a social life. So that was that was easy. And I've never been a party or anything like that. I have a lot of trauma around that stuff because of, you know, family members of mine and stuff. And if you know anything about my story, it's kind of crazy. Um, so I don't really, I'm not a huge party or anything. So didn't spend money on that. Um, and then as I started doing modeling and social influencing and stuff like that, I just make it so that everything in my life is paid for um and obviously again this is all a privilege i realize a lot of people can't even do that and it's so messed up that <laughs> okay so this is this is a, this is another example i swim week was this week and i almost got casted well i had a few jobs first one week in miami but it wasn't enough to make sense to go there but anyway because of that i follow a lot of modeling agencies and they post you know different casting videos etc and uh, one of them was somebody had gotten casted and they said, congratulations. And it's just so crazy to me that a lot of things are just things that we're born with, right? Genetics, looks, whatever. And then to get congratulated for it, it just seems like such a, it's kind of hilarious because like, what did this person do to get there? Sure, there's a level of talent, maybe. There's a level of um, commitment, dedication, et cetera. Um, as with any job, if you want to be a success, you have to have some sort of predictability there. But generally speaking, these people did nothing. And it's just so crazy that life is like that, but also that people deny that privilege exists, um, because it is just so apparent. But anyway, that's kind of my little tangent on that, that definitely wasn't supposed to be the subject of conversation today. But yeah, I would just if you're looking to get out of poverty or whatever, I mean, obviously there is no that's another crazy thing people will get on here or get on anywhere really and try to sell these plans or whatever and the whole thing is is just like with diet culture or anything else like what works for me will not or could not work for you or you know, maybe some things do and some things don't. I think I really operated under this whole these are the rules of life and like really understanding the core things of life uh coming to terms with those things even as fucked up as they are um and then figuring out how to play life in a way to where I could get out um and that's why for me like the subject of sex work is so crazy to me because I recently just started thinking about this like the way that sex workers are scrutinized in our country is just so sad to me because Let's don't pretend that we're not using our bodies, period, to make money, right? Like you wake up, you go to a nine to five, you're using and abusing your body for money. It's just so weird the idea that once you start showing your body rather than lifting or being kind of in some ways a slave to the system, that that is more moral than Showing your body in any way, you know, and obviously, like, I understand there are risks involved and stuff. That's the one thing that's so nice about OnlyFans, you know, is the fact that if you were, I have to be careful because I'm not educated enough on everything, but if you're like a stripper or, you know, whatever, then it's like there is some level of security that could, security issues more so, that could occur um and obviously there there are risks involved with everything but I just think like the idea of like working a nine-to-five you know and not that you shouldn't or if it's working for you great but I'm just saying like the idea of sex workers being this disgusting gross thing while you know you're using your body and you're going to a nine-to-five and you know you probably aren't making as much and you're I don't know it's just it's so sad to me how demonized sex workers are in general, and also how weird it is that like again, I've talked about this before, I could do laundry or bikini photo shoot for like an actual brand, and that's not viewed as sex work. It's so weird because like you know that doesn't mean that people aren't jacking off to it. that doesn't mean anything like that. it just means. I don't know it's just so weird to me the laws and everything around it it's just such an odd concept also the idea of like sex and desire and everything like that being such a a weirdly taboo thing like it's 2021 can we just can we just move on and get over that like it's just such a weird way of thinking I don't know it's just so odd to me. I also recently posted on my Twitter talking about my boob trauma and I got a little bit of feedback there and also I've seen a few songs like from girls on TikTok talking about their small boobs and then guys like you know duetting it and kind of rapping to it talking about how they like small boobs and my boobs have been such a sensitive sore spot <laughs> no, no pun on words uh a sensitive area for me in general uh stemming back to my boyfriend at the time and just kind of I mean I won't blame him like obviously we were both going through a lot and you know we both left this cult together and we're both dealing with a lot of things I think for him it was like sexual repression and stuff like that and for some odd reason like the sex issues with me never really came up I've always been super sex positive even in the cult that I grew up in like I've always never felt guilty about anything that I want or whatever when it comes to sex um but I know for a lot of people that is a huge huge deal and I understand that but at the time like the first few times we had ever done anything sexually uh he had kind of called my tits tiny and like, you know, all of these things that really, really ended up triggering me and causing a lot of emotional distress, I guess, because of the fact that I was so young and naive and, you know, had no concept really at that point of my body and like what I wanted or whatever. It was always about serving other people. And, you know, there's still a level of that in me. But with that being said, just Having, like, one of my first sexual experiences be that formative has definitely caused me to have a lot of trauma around my boobs. And I know a lot of girls were kind of resonating with that. And I don't think it's talked about enough. Um, also, I think with the rise of social media and plastic surgery and stuff like that, I think that's huge. It, it, it's, and obviously, it's hard for me because I'm like, of course, do whatever you want, you know? And it's your body, it's your choice or whatever. But it almost becomes a standard whenever everybody else gets something done that that in order to stand out or be like, quote unquote, normal, that becomes the new normal. And it's just really hard. I mean, be careful with the media that you consume. It kind of goes in to, hand in hand with like, you know, porn in general and like ethical porn and... I don't know. It's just so crazy to me how we associate, I mean, this is kind of going into a tangent, but there was a study done where, you know, people that consume uh, porn on a regular basis and a lot of porn is in one way or another, uh, it could be not consensual. It, you know, porn in itself is a hard subject to talk about, but a lot of what people associate as, like, a pleasurable face is actually pain or whatever because of porn and the media that you consume and stuff. And it's just so scary to me that the media that we're consuming uh, is teaching us that this is what pleasure is or this is, you know, whatever. And our, just our ideals of, like, connection. And I think, like, sex is just such a powerful tool that... (sighs) I mean, obviously, like, hookup culture and stuff, yeah, you do you. Again, the feminist part of me is, you know, your body, your choice, and, like, that's great, and just make sure you're safe. But also, like, obviously, hookup culture and everything like that is not working for people. I mean, so much so that, you know, now people are just, like, done with dating in general. They're so tired of it. And for me, at least, like, moving into a dating sphere or whatever, you know, connection is, like, so important to me you know at the end of the day I can take care of me and you can take care of you if we have a connection though that's so different and I just think like focusing on that is so important and I don't really know this is the thing right with a lot of things in life like it's not that I necessarily have a solution but I can also just bring up two ideals and it's just so messed up to me you know I wrote I actually wrote something the other day let me see if I can pull it up okay so I wrote this I said the title of it is you asked what I fantasize about I said I'd be lying if I didn't say you but for such a simple question it deserves a deeper look I fantasize about hands touching me as deep as my soul feeling my body with unjudgmental eyes eyes that haven't seen someone raped on a screen and calling it pleasure a woman crying in the world viewing it as an orgasm Hands that know my skin is fragile and soft, but not because of a lack of hardship, but because of a a conscious choice to not become calloused. I fantasize of someone taking the coverings and walls off of my mind before ever seeing me naked. Sex is easy. It's the vulnerability that's hard. I can come alone, but some heights can only be reached through tethered souls. And that's kind of my idea of sex right now and relationships and connection and just everything intimate in general, and I just want to challenge you all to be more conscious of what you consume, and I know it's hard, and with today, everything being so, like, let's be honest, the people listening to this and are actually going to hear me out with this are good people that have time to pause and reflect, but there's so many crappy people in the world that just haven't understood anything other or deeper than like what they want in the moment and you know that goes with leaking content and everything like that in my opinion it's like this pyramid of SA rape culture type of thing where it's like you know sexual assaults and rape are at the top but all of these other trickling down things the leaking nudes the looking up leaks the torture type stuff that you consume or whatever and obviously like everybody does it for different reasons especially like the bdsm and stuff like that that isn't what i'm talking about i hope this is making sense but it's all like a trickling down effect to me of the head of it being sa slash rape culture and i just want you all to be more conscious again of what you consume what you say how you act in society what you feel like is appropriate behavior when you're going out and about and Everything like that. Just pause and be more reflective of that stuff if you can, if possible. I think that will just make the world a better place. And I think it will make you feel better. I think what we crave is connection. And it kind of goes with grind culture and everything else. The more and more that we're detached from how we're actually feeling... And how our body feels in the moment, you know, when you go to the gym and you're just hustling and grinding and, you know, you're lifting weights and you're pulling muscles and it's like, this isn't good for your soul. And it goes back to pausing. It goes back to asking how you're feeling. It goes back to bringing the focus back to how you feel in your body rather than how people perceive things. And I think that's so, so important. And that sets the tone for every other relationship that you have is the one you have with yourself. So that's my little tangent for today, everybody. I hope you all are doing okay. COVID seems to be a lot better right now, but get vaxxed if you haven't already. Please be safe. Please be more conscious. Be a good person, all right? You'll feel better about yourself. But anyway, if you need anything, as always, DMs are always open. Email's always open. It's going to be one year anniversary of OnlyFans coming up. I believe it's on the 13th. Super excited for that. Going to be dropping some new content, so if you haven't checked out my OnlyFans, please do. Love it over there. I post there every day. I reply to DMs as much as I can. I'm a one-man show, a one-woman show right now, so it's quite a lot, but I try to stay on top of things as best as I can while also trying to finally have a social life and have a little bit of a childhood, and I'm just so thankful for this phase of my life that I'm in because I haven't been happier. But anyway, with that being said... Love and light, everybody. Have a great day. Tori.